0: This is the Heartland Daily Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Anne Marie Schieber of Healthcare News, and welcome to the Heartland Daily Podcast. You know, in the wake of the much publicized opiate epidemic, doctors and patients are exploring alternatives to potentially addictive prescription drugs. One treatment is by using light waves. Photobiomodulation, PBM for short, is an FDA approved treatment being used in clinics in the U.S. and all over the world, helping people like injured veterans and cancer patients. There have been over 800 randomized clinical trials showing its effectiveness. To talk about it, I'm pleased to have as my guest this week Scott Faulkner. He is a senior advisor to the PBM Research Foundation. Welcome.
0: Thank you very much, Anne.
1: Well, you know, as an editor, many, many things cross my desk, but frankly, I had never heard of this. Uh, it's been around for a long time, and it's been used, according to your organization, on a hundred million patients. Is it now starting to get more attention because of the opioid epidemic?
0: Absolutely. As, as you rightly said, you know, we we topped 100,000 overdose deaths this last year, and the death is only one part of it for dealing with opioids, you, that it really costs because between the additional um, law enforcement requirements the additional rehabilitation and medical treatment almost a trillion dollars a year in medical costs and, and societal costs that uh, that public health is facing and then and so when you start to realize how big a uh, impact this has people are looking for how do you do something about it uh, the food and drug administration has been trying to figure out ways of limiting the uh, use of opioids but if you have pain, you have pain. And how do you take care of pain? And so the beauty of, uh, of photobiomodulation is that it addresses the underlying issues of the pain, not not just masking the pain. And that's mm-hmm. the huge difference between opioids and the non-pharmacological approach of photobiomodulation.
1: Now, you have an interesting background. You were the chief administrative officer of the US House of Representatives. You were in the White House. You're an author and you've had some interesting roles internationally. How did you become involved in championing PBM?
0: Uh, going back to uh, 2015, there was a uh, the Optical Society of America, which is one of the largest uh, groups dealing with light. It actually was founded by Thomas Edison, and so it's been around a long time, one the, of the oldest uh, scientific organizations in America, they approached me to facilitate a global conference on this whole topic of what is light therapy, what is photobiomodulation, how does it become part of mainstream medicine. So they uh, figured that I would be the uh, best person to basically bring together 75 scientists and practitioners from about a dozen countries, and that's And at at the end of it, they said, well, can you help us beyond this one meeting? And I said, yes.
1: (laughs) Wow. Well, let's talk about the treatment. What is it exactly? And and what does it involve?
0: Okay. So let's start off with we are uh, humans as are any, uh, you know, we are what I call warm-blooded plants. You know, we turn color in sun. We need our vitamin D. Uh, We actually... uh, have light when light hits us we actually feel better and so when you look at the human body you have 32 trillion cells and within each cell they have something called mitochondria And these mitochondria uh, absorbs energy which then drives the cell and so if you put a part of the light spectrum which is basically 600 to about a thousand nanometers wavelength which is the red near-infrared range of, of light, onto the human body. And the human body absorbs that light into these mitochondria, which are, the again, the little energy engines of each of our trillions of cells. Cell function improves. And so that is very simply what it's all about, is that it just that it tweaks each of these mitochondria. Mitochondria, you can get into uh, literally atomic and subatomic functions within these mitochondria. But by tweaking each of those mitochondria a little bit with this red near-infrared light, you improve cell function, which means you can address any number of medical conditions.
1: So what does the patient do? Do they go to a center? Do they do this over a period of time? Is it
0: specific? Is it general? How does it work? So what you have is if, if you have um, medical centers, clinics, chiropractors who are using this, uh, these devices as well, as well as a lot of veterans hospitals. And what you do is the treatment is usually only a few minutes. I mean, sometimes if you're dealing with multiple places on the body, it can be as much as 20 minutes where you're doing maybe two or three minutes on each location. So let's say you have a sprained ankle or you have just gotten a knee replacement or or you were in a car accident and have whiplash and have some neck issues, both in terms of range of motion and pain. You would basically take these devices. Some are laser based. Most of them are now becoming led based so which makes them even safer and being and to apply this to the skin you have to it goes straight to the skin and uh, for these two or three minutes per location if you have an overall condition there's actually light beds they look like tanning beds Mm -hmm. with like up to 2400 led lights that you lay in and again you lay in that for about 12 to 20 minutes so depending on the condition uh, it can take uh, a couple times a week over a couple months and the underlying condition that is causing uh limitation of range of motion or pain can actually go away. If it's a chronic condition or a deteriorating condition, like something like, uh, uh, you know, um, inflammation or... of, <clears throat> uh, of, 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 uh, of, you know, deteriorating conditions that the, um, that you uh, you can basically stabilize it and maybe reverse it, but you may have to continue those things. Uh, so the issue here is that it can actually make a condition go away if it's a uh, acute condition. Mm-hmm. If it's a chronic condition, it can manage it to the point where you're, you're not getting light addicted like you would to opioids. <laughs> right, can, you can go from several you know a couple times a week to maybe. Uh, once or twice a month to maybe once or twice a year, because there 's a residual effect of this light on the on the cells
1: ah, ah how how effective is it in managing pain? What percentage of patients experience improvement
0: hundred percent i mean that 's the beauty of this is that in these uh, all these uh, research papers we have fifty four research papers a month coming out we have over almost nine thousand published research papers now in places like even the Journal of the American Medical Association, Lancet, and other major medical, mainstream medical publications, they're showing that this is 100% effective. And so it's uh, stunning that it is not a mainstream medical uh, treatment when you're dealing with uh, such fundamental issues as as chronic pain, as acute pain, as uh, weaning people off of opioids. And also dealing with medical conditions like preventing side effects from cancer chemotherapy, where mm-hmm. uh, if somebody is going to uh, going through cancer treatments, there can be some severe side effects depending on the intensity of the chemotherapy. and to the point of something called oral mucositis, where you literally get get sores in the mouth and you can't you can't eat, you have oh, to have yeah. a feeding tube or you have to suspend your cancer treatment in order to recover. So places like even St. Jude are using these treatments for their pediatric cancer patients and is now a standard of care at St. Jude. So that's how safe it is.
1: Wow, what are the costs? I mean, you know, this is something that takes time. It's not a pill that you put into your body. Um, And and you probably need people who are trained to do this kind of therapy. Uh, Is it more expensive than prescription drugs?
0: Actually, far cheaper. A, a typical uh, light treatment may be only forty to sixty dollars per treatment. So it's um, it's much more reasonable right now because it is not reimbursed, except a few Blue Cross affiliates reimburse, but otherwise it's not reimbursed. So it still comes out of you know, out of pocket. Okay. So, so again, if yeah. someone's going to a chiropractor and is for either arthritis or for an acute like a again a, a whiplash. Yeah condition they uh, they're going to be spending you know around 40 60 dollars per treatment and again the beauty is it goes away and that's the so you're you're weaning yourself off the light because the underlying conditions are being treated and actually healed by the light
1: yeah so i assume medicare doesn't cover it but like you yeah. said the costs are very nominal and for someone in pain that probably isn't a high price at all Um, So that's that's real interesting. Um, Are there any limitations? I mean, even sometimes with any pain management alternative, um, you know, you may have some uh, side effects or complications. I mean, you know, the body builds up tolerance over time like it does with, you know, prescription opiate drugs. Um, Does this treatment become less effective over time? unless more is used. I mean, you talked about the, the addictive quality of um, this, and it's not doesn't seem to be the same as with opiate pain medications.
0: Correct. Well, there's actually no side effects. We've, again, with these 100, 100 million patient treatments, there has been no documented side effects, and this is worldwide. The, uh, again, it's a natural process, helping a natural process, I mean, we, again, we yeah. walk out in the daylight, we're getting part of this light spectrum naturally, just in a lower dose when we're walking around outside. But if you put that intense dose on you, the only thing is is that there's a point of diminishing returns yeah, on an individual treatment. So if you're laying in the light bed to take care of overall body aches and pains, uh, after 20 minutes, uh, there's no real additional benefit. So you know, you hit a point of diminishing returns on each treatment. Mm. But again, the, uh, but other than that, you know, you could lay in the bed all day long, nothing's going to happen to you. Just simply you're laying in a bed with, and after 20 minutes, the effect is just not as, uh, not as beneficial. But the, uh, but the other part is, is that you're treating underlying conditions. So you're not as with opioids and, even just using aspirin or some, you know, Advil or whatever, you're not um, masking the symptoms, you're treating the underlying condition, which is cellular dysfunction.
1: Well, I mean, it sounds like it's got to be targeted, right? Because you don't want to do some wide body thing and then not have the opportunity to make it useful in the future. Um, Does it, it... Does it require skilled, trained professionals, and are there enough training centers for these professionals? Uh, What what has been the interest?
0: The right now, there is a um, Shepherd University here in in West Virginia is the only nursing school in the country that currently uses PBM in its curriculum and requires PBM knowledge for. uh, graduation requirements for their uh, nurses. Otherwise, it is still not out there. It's actually out there in far more veterinary schools. In fact, for your listeners, if you have a dog or a cat with hip dysplasia or any kind of arthritic condition, uh, most veterinarians are using this on, on pets. And it actually, uh, you know, we, if, if you've had a, an aging animal, if their hindquarters start to go down, that usually ca- requires you to take the heartbreaking step of euthanizing because they're in pain and they're getting dysfunctional light therapy can can elongate the life and quality of life of a of a small animal by anywhere from two to three years and this is well proven and so it is taught in almost every veterinary school in the country so the irony is this uh, PBM which has been uh, was discovered in 1967 is more available to your dog and cat than to your family members, even though they're your family members too. So that's the real challenge and frustration of this is that mainstream medicine, because they figure if you you, get it, you can cut it out or you can drug it out, but they haven't figured out how to uh, to use light as an alternative.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was uh, my next question. How open is the medical establishment in prescribing PBM for pain management? I mean, I have a wonderful doctor, but I know the first question he's going to ask is where? <laughs> where do you go for this treatment? I think a lot of people would be on board, but is that kind of the obstacle? Maybe if we, there were more treatment centers, centers physicians would be more open to prescribing this?
0: Absolutely. The other thing is, is that if you go on to especially Amazon and look up red light therapy, RLT versus photobiomodulation, PBM, there are literally hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of devices out there. They are very low quality. Most of them are from China. Uh, they are also um, have a much lower dosage, but people are buying these things and they will because it's still red near infrared light off of LEDs it will give you some relief. It will have some positive impact, but nothing by any stretch as much as a medical grade device. And those Mm -hmm. medical grade devices are not every place they should be. So there's some confusion within the consumer market because they'll go and buy a red light therapy device and say, well, it worked a little bit, but not a great amount. And they shrug their shoulders and say, "So what is light really isn't that big a deal." Well, because they're they're you know they're getting what they pay for. You buy, you buy something for sure. sixty to a hundred dollars, that's very different from a piece of medical equipment that costs twenty to thirty thousand dollars.
1: What is the next chapter? Do you suppose now there's more openness to getting these centers open? I know this this um, center at Shepherd University used what was it, CARES Act grant money. To, to get right. this going. And we have a lot of government money being floated around. This just seems like a, a good thing to want to promote.
0: Yes, uh, more and more policy level people are understanding that light has a role in, in addressing pain, in addressing other medical conditions, and addressing general wellness. So we're getting more and more congressional and senatorial allies. We're getting more governors and legislators Interested certainly West Virginia because it's the number and tragically the number one state for opioid deaths is uh, is also taking the lead on using light to address opioids. So, uh, but you have all these other states that still need to come on board. The other piece of the puzzle is that you have uh, more and more veterans hospitals. There's now a, do- a dozen of the 700 veterans hospitals in the country that are using PBM for um, as an adjunctive uh, pain management uh, device for um, post-operative pain, for uh, uh, helping with rehabilitation, because if you're pre-treat before you go through physical rehab, you can actually speed the process of physical rehabilitation. So more and more veterans' hospitals are finally realizing this is important for the for veterans.
1: Well, this is just excellent. Um, Where can people get more information?
0: The best place is uh, the PBM Foundation has a website which includes uh, new research papers every month. And so it's just pbmfoundation.org. And so that we also have a Facebook page, but if you go on to pbmfoundation.org, It has uh, the latest research, it has the latest events, it has the latest news articles on this, and also it has links to the the National Institutes of Health and many other uh, government uh, websites that have additional information. So that's the best one-stop shop.
1: Great. And we're going to have an article in the May edition of Healthcare News, so... um... That's uh be on the lookout for that. We have an article up on uh Heartland Daily News on this as well and I'll include a link to the PBM Foundation and links to the other articles. And thank you so much, Scott Faulkner, for educating us today on this pain management alternative called photobiomodulation.
0: Thank you very much, Anne. It was a pleasure.
1: All right. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. We do hope you enjoyed this discussion. Please share the link and give us a thumbs up and become a regular subscriber to the Heartland Daily Podcast, where you can hear free market discussions on a variety of policy issues impacting our lives, including health care. This is Anne-Marie Schieber.